Hi, welcome to E21Go Sports. I'm Easton Durant, and in today's episode, we will be talking about NBA, NFL, and MLB news. To start this off, Kevin Durant signed with the, or said that he would sign with the Brooklyn Nets on June 30th to kick off free agency, and uh, Brooklyn Nets GM Sean Marks said on what Kevin Durant said to him on why he chose Brooklyn. KD said, I love the system. I love how you guys play. We never could take you guys lightly. Also, there's reportedly news that said, reportedly news that said, Kyrie was, or KD was not the main focus of the Nets offseason. They were going to try and get Kyrie because they thought that the Knicks were going to get we're going to get um, KD. Jalen Jalen Rose said, this is according to Jalen Rose on what he said on Get Up. And Sean Marks said that he's been planning out the, him and GM have been planning out the rebuild for a couple of years. He said, we planned a couple of years uh, out that we would have an opportunity here. Now you never know how it's going to, how it's going to play out because there are a lot of different contracts. Guys can opt in, guys can opt out. But again, for us, really, the big picture was going to be staying flexible and never getting locked into a team that we that we thought really didn't compete at the highest level. He continued saying, "I think when you have a window, or you have an opportunity to swing for it and take a chance, take a challenge, and you can see you can do it with the right people. That's when you have to do it." Earlier, when the deal happened, Sean Marks didn't even know Katie was going, and he said about this. He said it. He said this about it recently. What we knew was we were either getting a teleconference call with Kevin that night or we were going to potentially get a meeting. We've seen some media reports earlier in the day that Kevin had crossed off several teams off his list and we were still being considered. And those reports were there for everyone to read. And and then when Kevin, Kevin posted it to the boardroom Instagram site, that was all news to us in the office. What I think is surprising is that he didn't even know the Nets front office found out at the exact same time that Kevin Durant was going to the Nets as everyone else in the world. He didn't meet with them at all. He didn't ask them um he didn't ask them if he like he didn't negotiate a contract at the start. He just said, "I'm going there." His agent reportedly didn't talk to or say anything to the to the Nets. He just Kevin Durant just posted it on the boardroom. Instagram. In in other news, Ezekiel Elliott's dad said that his son is not ready to be a star in the NFL. Johnny Manziel's dad said the same thing, and Manziel is not in the NFL anymore. Elliott has also been suspended a little bit here and there, but he's also but also getting into trouble, and there are a lot of off-field drama. Even though he has had the incidents, I have a question. Should that be looked by, and should he be one of the top paid running backs in the league? I think so, because if you look at his stats compared to other running backs that are in the same situation where they want to get paid, I agree. He has he has better stats than Le'Veon Bell, better stats than Melvin Gordon, better stats than Alvin Kamara, better stats than a lot of, lot of people. But he he only has he's 
304 attempts, 1,434 yards, and 6 touchdowns. That's tied for 19th in the league. Le'Veon Bell, who was in the same situation where he wanted to get paid two years ago in 2017, he had 321 attempts, 1,291 yards, and 9 touchdowns. So, right now, Ezekiel Elliott had a better year, had more, except for the touchdowns, he had more rushing yards than Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell also had 17 17 more rushing attempts than him. What a little bit concerns me about about him, about Ezekiel Elliott, is that Saquon Barkley has had 261 rushing attempts, 1,307 yards, and 11 touchdowns. He had 50, about, he had about 54, around 54, more, uh, sorry, less attempts, less rushing attempts than Ezekiel Elliott, but he has more touchdowns. He is only two, 100, 100 or so yards off. And Melvin Gordon, who's in the exact same situation, still on his rookie contract, wants to get wants to get out is 175 attempts 885 yards and 10 touchdowns on less attempts he has little he has yes he has double the yard yardage he has Ezekiel like has double the yardage than Melvin Gordon but Melvin Gordon also has four more touchdowns and they almost they lost to the Patriots in the second in the second round of the of the playoffs. The eventual champs, the eventual Super Bowl champions. Also, Christian McCaffrey. Chris, he has better yards than Christian Christian McCaffrey and Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is one of the is supposed to be one of the best running backs in the league. Is one sorry one of the best running backs in the league on one of the best teams in the league. One hundred ninety four yards, sorry attempts, eight hundred eighty three yards and fourteen touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, who is a young player who is younger than uh, has less than a sorry. I'm gonna slow down there. Sorry. Ezekiel Elliott has one more yard, one more year than Christian McCaffrey, and Christian McCaffrey almost has the the same numbers. Almost two hundred nineteen attempts, one thousand ninety eight rushing yards, seven touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey on a stru- on a struggling Carolina team, kind of struggling Carolina Carolina team that hasn't been doing well recently has almost the same exact numbers as as him if you look here the panthers were 7 and 9 and the cowboys were 10 and 6 now i get that the well the never mind sorry the nfc south is a little bit more competition than the nfc east than 
because the Saints, the difference between first and second place in the NFC, in the NFC South is five is five games, but the competition in the NFC East is one game. Actually, never mind. Sorry about that. The NFC East actually has more competition. I meant to say that instead of instead of the NFC South has more competition. Also in MLB news, the Astros um, expected the Angels to retaliate against Jake Marquis. I don't know how to pronounce this. Pronounce this. Sorry, Marcinek in his first game versus Los Angeles since his violent home plate collision with catcher Jonathan Lucroy. So while the pitch that hit Mar Mar uh Mar sorry Marcinek in the back of the sixth inning was no surprise. It still left manager AJ Hinch and the Astros profoundly steamed, even though after no Ramirez insisted he had he hadn't done it on purpose. Both teams were preoccupied by the moment when Ramirez hit a, drilled Marquez between the shoulder blades. Players nearly came to punches moments after. And Hinch vaguely hinted at retaliation if Ramirez isn't punished by Major League Baseball. He said, wasn't everybody expecting something to happen to Jake tonight? I mean, the entire in industry was probably expecting it. Our guy got suspended for the unintentional act, and they got a free shot. I feel bad for players nowadays. There's a lot of gray area in what they do. Marsnick ran over Lucroy while trying to score nine days ago, leaving Lucroy with a concussion and a broken nose. Luke Roy is out for at least three more weeks. Hinch continued to say, sometimes you can re retaliate, like tonight. They're going to get away with it unless he gets suspended. Sometimes you can't, and you get thrown out of the game for backstop sliders that hit guys. It's a confusing time. Either the players govern, govern the players on the field, like it's always been, or we legislate it to where none of this happens. They got a free shot at him with no warning, with no ejection. We'll see if there's discipline. And without discipline, there's not going to be any issue doing it the next time. So if re retaliations are in, are in, cool. We're we're all we're well aware. Barsnick likely isn't on board with that mentality. He noticeably tried to calm his teammates during the fight or the attempted fight, and he attempted to shrug off the heavy booze that agreed that greeted his every move at Angel Stadium. Marsnick said, it's not what I what I want. It was an unfortunate play back in Houston. I feel terrible about it. To come here and have something like this go down, it stinks. It's a little it's a little high, a little inside. There's an unwritten rule in baseball, and I think player as players we respect them. I think that's a question for him. If it was intentional or not, I'm not the one throwing the baseball. Ramirez, one of the Angels' most effective relievers, repeatedly insisted that the whole thing was a mis quote misunderstanding. He said, "I was trying to sneak a fastball by him. I threw two sliders away. I think the scouting report on me is I might sneak a fastball in there after a couple of lost seeds pitches. I tried to sneak one by him, and it just got away from me. They're a good team, so I wasn't trying to give them any sort of chance. They got a base runner on, and they're a pretty good team. They got a rally going pretty good. That's the last thing I was trying to do." Angels manager Brad Asmus agreed with his pitcher that it was high and inside, and the and the hit by pitch was was not intentional. He said the first pitch was a strike. 
if he swings at it and hits it, we're not even talking about it. It's tough to go to a one-on-one -on -one count without any attempt. No is a right-handed pitcher who comes down from the side and sometimes people get hit. Hinch disagreed. He said, I wish they would have handled it better. It was too high. If they're going to hit guys, they need to hit hit guys the, the right way. They don't need to throw two sliders and then throw, throw at a guy at the network level. That's not right. That's not the right way to do it, even if you're allowed to, which you apparently are nowadays. In other MLB news, CC Sabathia and the Rays almost got at it. It heated up after last year. He, uh, CC Sabathia hit a guy with a pitch. With um. With Avicel Garcia and CC Sabathia, they were shouting at each other. The benches, benches and bullpens cleared, but no punches were thrown. Sabathia the the has drawn the Rays' ire often in recent seasons, chalking the six inning chatter up to a simple quote misunderstanding. I wasn't talking to him. He looked up at me and I said something and it was on. I kind of I was just kind of yelling and pumping myself up. He might have took um might have took offense to it, but it is what it is. I'm not gonna back down. GD Gregorio said I saw him yelling and I was like, I don't want him to get thrown out of the game. CC Sabathia said, um, I didn't know I was that strong because Gregorius was holding him back. And Gregorius said, it was like holding a bear. <laughs> uh, Sabathia even caught Gregorius up near the neck with an accidental shot as his arm swung wildly. Gr Gregorius laughed that off, saying that he was fine. Just as the team reconvened for the next half inning, umpires issue official warnings to the dugouts that no more drama would be tolerated. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of E21Go Sports. As always, I'm Easton Durant. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at E21Go Sports. Thank you.